not taking it back. I'm taking over. What's up, fam? Welcome back to the Time is Right podcast. My name is Scott Smith, and I believe this is actually the final episode of season one of Time is Right. What a journey it's been. And uh, this could, this has the potential to be the best episode we've ever done. Wow. I don't know if that's going to happen no or not. No pressure. No pressure. But this could be the greatest episode in the history of Time is Right up to this point. Wow. Um, the reason why is because we are going uh, back in time to October 28th through October 30th, Halloween weekend. <laughs> and yep, uh, we're going, was, we're going was, to yes. a faraway land called Texas, Fort Worth, Texas. We did a thing called Justice Run that we got invited to be a part of. And uh, to tell this story, we actually have the full crew that went on this trip. This is the most people we've ever had on an episode of Time is Right. How you doing? And it's going to be a little ridiculous. Yes. Um, to introduce some of these people, some of them you know, but one of them is a newbie to the pod. Yes. But let's start with the uh, the oldies and goodies. Abel is back on the podcast. What's good, baby? What's going on, everybody? <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't wait for that. Um, how you doing? How you how doing? How you doing? I'm always happy to be back. I love talking to you guys um hopefully you like listening um but i'm back my name's abel love god love music make music i'm happy to be here we love you abel welcome back uh this next guy has been on a couple episodes i believe but uh, it's been a minute holy smoke fest episode four or three or something like that but he uh he's back in the room mr rick harmony ladies and gentlemen yes sir i've only been on one episode though you weren't on good soil no you didn't invite me that's not, right. That's, not <laughs> That's not true. He didn't answer the text. <laughs> when in doubt, Rick didn't answer the text. Cap, you gotta uh, put a little nope. soundbite in there. Stop the cap. <laughs> <laughs> Rick, welcome back. It's good to have you again. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. We appreciate you being here. Uh, another returner. Uh, we joked about him, how he could have been on pretty much every single episode we've ever done, but he's only been on one. But now on to Mr. DJ Aunt G, ladies and gentlemen. Hi, everybody. <laughs> you said it's me. Mario. It's oh, me. boy. <laughs> <laughs> nah, what's going on, y'all? <laughs> DJ it's good to have you back, baby. Uh, we also have a first timer on the pod. Uh, Not the yes, first time legend. his name has been said on pod. Because oh, wow. we've talked about this man a lot. Uh, because he's a part of a lot of the things uh, that all of these episodes have spoken about. But first time actually getting him here, he is impossible to nail down <laughs> or to get him to do anything. But he's here. Rasheed St. Fleur. I'm here, everybody. Thank you for having me. I'm glad to be here. It's a blessing. Um, you know, Who I, are you? I, I, um, we're, we're honored. First bro. of all, um, I just want to thank Scott for flying me out this morning. Um, true blessing to be here. <laughs> I'm a singer-songwriter based out of the fire. <laughs> I'm a singer-songwriter based out of the Portland. Portland. <laughs> All right, yeah. Um, yeah, it's cool to be part of the podcast, finally. Um, yeah, for those who don't know me, my name is Rasheed St. Fleur. Um, from the far lands of Norristown. Um, been part of Ripe for about, I think, like two to three years. I'm not really sure. Um, I think it was yeah. 2019. Yeah, it was right it was before, before the, the pandemic. pandemic, right? Yeah, it wasn't before. It was during. Oh, 2020. Cause Summer 2020. You would do the Instagram joins. And like after one of the Instagram joins, right. you uh, reached out to me and then you made that ask. And Three years. Six the rest years is later. history? Yeah. That's what's up. Well, welcome to the podcast. Thanks. thanks. Um, Rashid's name comes up a lot. Uh, we talked about him on the Worship Fest episode. We talked about you on the first gallery episode because you won the uh, the raffles, both of them, Jones. That was kind of ridiculous. But it's good to finally have the man, the myth, the legend, Rashid St. Fleur, in Thanks the room. Thanks for having me. Um, now, we went to Texas October 28th or October 29th, I guess, through October 31st or whatever. It was Halloween weekend. It was a Friday through Sunday for the most part. And uh, 
how this kind of all happened in a word or really in a person is this uh, young woman named Jasmine Wheeler, formerly known as Jasmine Tate, also known as Jasmine Janae, or as I affectionately call her, Tater Tot. Um, I've known Jasmine for, I don't know, the better part of 10 years or what, what not actually had a little bit of a connection with her, uh, through some mutual connections in Western PA all the way back in like 2010, 2011. Uh, she started writing and performing music around the same time that I started doing spoken word. And, uh, she moved to Philly a few years later after I was already here and she was, uh, the worship director actually at Abel's church where he goes currently. She was a worship worship pastor there for a few years. She uh, had a little community called Artisans that was a, a creative community. Yep. And when she left uh, Philly, she went back to Pittsburgh for a little while, and then she went to Texas to join staff at Mercy Culture Church, and where she launched the Axel Creative Co., um, which yep. Axel is like very similar, different in ways, but similar to Ripe Creatives and our community here in Philly. Um, in yep. a lot of ways, we consider one another sister ministries. I really just ended up in Texas as a tag along, you know, to be there to support you guys and, and show up and be a part of the, the weekend with you. But each of you guys got booked through your relationship with Jasmine for this festival. So if you guys just want to go around and kind of share some context for maybe your connection with Jasmine or how you got connected for Justice Run. Yeah, I think I met Jasmine at an Artisans. Um, I got, I, I forgot how I found out about Artisans, but it was in, um, it was during the summer. They were in a backyard. And I remember they, they do like these artist spotlights. So I showed up and naturally, you know, when they find out you do music, they kind of throw you up there. Um, so my first interaction with Jasmine, I performed one of my songs and um, I just remember meeting her. But I really didn't know much about her. You know what I mean? Um, it wasn't until later on that I got to talk to her and kind of like hear her heart. And just immediately, Jasmine's the kind of person that you could tell right away how much she loves God. Um, like so tenderhearted, so wise. Yeah, she's like someone you're drawn to. You know, she's like an amazing person to be around. And I felt like, our hearts for God were similar, and that was, um, you know, the ways we kind of connected. Um, so, when it came to the the uh, the actual festival, I think it's just like I'm someone that they see, you know, who carries a similar heart to their ministry, and they wanted me to be a part of that with them, and I was really honored mm -hmm. for that. You know what I'm saying? So, yep, yep, yep. that's a short version. I know you met Jasmine before we even met. Yes. Um, do you want to share a little bit about that? Yeah, so it's it's crazy. I just pulled up the archive post uh, from an event that we did back in 2013. Uh, showed it to Rashid. Uh, but yeah, man, when I first met Jasmine, like, there was something different about her. Like, even than most Christians. And, like, in my conversations with her, like, she was always encouraging always always smiling yep. like if you know jasmine she's always smiling always like even when she's mad <laughs> <laughs> so like there was just like this joy that she had um and just to like converse with her it like gave me encouragement to like continue pursuing jesus uh and like even in our our long distance like friendship because she was in Philly, I was in Jersey at the time. Uh, but she had also invited me to do, like, uh, the segues at In the Light Church. So I did, like, two of those. Because um, uh, she she uh, she had told me, like, there's an anointing on your life. And, like, God wants to use you for something powerful. You just have to steward that well. And that, like, has always stuck with me. Um, mm, that's good. And, uh, yeah, like... I I definitely value my relationship with Jasmine and like the way that it's grown since 2013. So it's been some time, almost 10 years. Now I, I value I value her 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 friendship uh, for the what she's doing down at Axel in Texas. Uh, and yep. yeah, yeah, mm. she's a truth. She's special. She's a special special person for sure. And uh, yeah, I think it's it's cool whenever the opportunity is not. 
oh, here's a festival director, found your music online, and we want to book you. This was really born out of friendship. Yep. You know, Rasheed, what about you in terms of getting connected to the Justice Run opportunity? Um, to be honest, I don't even remember how my name was thrown in the mix. I've never met. I do. We know. I've never met we anyone. Well, they, when from, they contacted us, okay, they they right. brought up your name. Okay. I'm assuming it's because they've kind of seen what you do and probably value, you yeah, know, what you bring to the table. I remember when, like, you guys. I don't know how, but like the ass was asked to me, and I was like, "Are you for real? Like, you serious? Like, they fly me out to Texas to perform. You know, that'll be dope." Yeah, I'm in a very early stage of the entire like artistry journey so like being um able to fly out to a different state to be able to perform in um in front of like different people mm -hmm. it's just like a, a blessing and an opportunity itself in itself yep you did this one video i think of you holding a sm7b the microphone and you did a i'll always love you oh okay yeah and if i do or whatever it is mm -hmm. you know what mm -hmm. i'm talking about yeah that clip that's pretty good scott <laughs> <laughs> no, was it wasn't. <laughs> Don't be gaslighting me. <laughs> um, but you did that that song, mm -hmm. that little like fifteen second clip, and that was like the beginning of her eyes specifically on you. Okay, it was just like, what the frick? Who is this? Right. He's in your community. What's going on? He's incredible, and she also like she would pop into a lot of the creatives' lives. Just and say what's up. So a lot of times she wouldn't even necessarily perform, but she would just come through to support. Mm. And so she saw you perform on the Creatives Lives. So she has been a fan of you since before you thought you were really doing something with music. Right. Mm. Yeah. Like she's sure. been like, I'm I'm sold. Rashid Saint Fleur all the way for the win. Right. Never knows. Um, so watching. whenever this opportunity exactly, you really don't. Mm. I mean, there were so many times on that whole Creatives Lives where random like people that are amazing were on it and wouldn't perform right because they weren't going to do that like bro this is random but i remember at one point you had marcotte on yeah you had Jordan. marcotte yeah. and um marco Don, marco sorry my yeah, you're good. apologies but dante Bo um hopped in the live that one time when they were there oh really yeah i remember that yeah that was great yeah. it was she like a lot of those yeah. stories and situations on those creators lives where I'd be like DM and I'm like, yo, will you get on a perform? Because you know if they go live with with your page, like it's gonna be mm -hmm. a major opportunity to get in front of a lot more. But they were like, nah, I'm chilling. Like I'm not gonna do that, right. you know. But this is great. Like this is encouraging my soul to see people pursuing their art. Yeah. Um, so Jasmine would come up, come to some of those, and she like saw you performing some of your original stuff or covers. And she's like, I'm all, I'm all in on Rashid Saint Fleur. Love, I did not know that. Yeah, it's amazing. You got a, wow. you got a fan in Texas, baby. Wow. And what about you, bro? No, one of our good friends, uh, Anthony Washington, had me uh, DJ an event called uh, what was that? True Voices, right? Yeah, no, no, yeah, it was it was actually AOB. It was AOB. They put on an event when Jasmine was there. No, I think it was the True Voices event. I think. I think it was all one body. I think it was right when he left True Voices. To start all one body. Okay, one of them. And you can clarify later. But uh, so I, I did the event. Uh, Jasmine actually closed the event out performing. Uh, we didn't meet there. A few weeks later, I get a phone call. I don't know if it was Scott or Ant that connected us, but uh, there was an event happening at uh, her church, and the DJ backed out. So... I don't know. I always get the emergency calls, but I got the emergency call and I was like, yeah, sure. I'll be there. She was like, Hey, I, I saw you at the, you know, the poetry event. Um, you know, can you come through? So, uh, went there. We actually formally met, did the, uh, event. And I believe that artisans was the thing at the time. Um, and they were just about to start doing, uh, these events called the underground. The underground yeah. Um, so she was like, Hey, I would, you know, love for you to be a part. And I'm like, absolutely. I'm on board. So did one of the underground events and then, uh, they decided that they were going to do them, uh, on like a routine basis. It was like quarterly, right? 
I think it was quarterly. Either quarterly or monthly, one of those. And she was like, hey, could you, you know, be the underground's official DJ? And I'm like, absolutely. Um, in between there, I started, uh, I believe, I uh, went to her church's Easter production. And uh, at the time, me and my wife were looking for a church. And we just ended up getting uh, plugged in there. Um, so we served together, you know, for a little bit. Um, I'm an audio engineer, so I did sound there. Somebody snitched on me. I think it might have been Scott. Um, <laughs> it's possible. Yeah. <laughs> so she was like, hey, do you do sound? And I was just like sitting in church and I'm like, yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah. And we like fellowship together and like serve together and stuff. And Jasmine's an, uh, an amazing person. So, yeah, yep. facts. Yeah, I, I think it's cool because we've all gotten connected to her. And this whole episode will not just be talking about how great Jasmine is. She is great. Um, but I think it just it communicates something that when you live a life that's surrendered and dependent upon God, people gravitate towards you. We have all gravitated towards her and yep. we've been blessed by our relationships with her. Um, and obviously this story is a result of that. And I think what was cool was this festival, so Justice Run, like, was a pretty legit thing, right? This was not like a make-believe festival. Yeah. Like, it really was a festival. And just speaking frankly, if they wanted to spend the money, they could have spent money on artists to bring them in that have much bigger followings, would have had much larger draws than us in Philly. But they made an intentional decision. Let's get the the guys from Philly and bring them in because they felt in their heart relationship, uh, collaboration over competition, relationship over opportunity, right? It's never, Hey, how do we get this person to come in? It's like, who do we want to build a relationship with? Mm. And that has certainly marked our rhythm. Yep. You know, all 13, 14 of these episodes have been the result of relationships, not just, Oh, here's a great opportunity. Let's go do it. It's been because somebody opened the door for us to go. Yep. And we want to be faithful to say yes to those relationships. And a lot of that stuff is, you know, similar DNA to to Justice Run and Axel and Jasmine's. So the booking happens. Everybody gets invited in to be a part of it. You guys were thinking about doing this as a wives weekend. Remember? Like, yeah. Yes. Yeah, we wanted our wives to come, yeah. So it's going to be like youth, aunt, Aaron, Rick, wives, and then the, Rashid. The, the fifth wheel. Yeah. Rashid gonna, is the, you know, the sixth wait, wheel. Seventh wheel. Seventh wheel, sorry. Get a situation. <laughs> I'm going real quick. She was like, yo, I'm get on one knee. She's out there, brother. She's out there. Oh, man. Come on. She's, uh -huh. in, here. she's in here. Come on. She's in she's your in heart. Here. Yeah, my heart. Hallelujah. <laughs> Praise God. But you guys were going to go seven wheels deep. And... Uh, <laughs> I think because, like, just the financial side of it, plane tickets yeah. were not cheap yep. to fly to Texas on a whim, you know, kind of last minute. Um, and then, you know, it just kind of looked like, all right, we're not going to take our wives from a financial standpoint. Um, you know, Scott, there's definitely room in the house. Do you want to come? And so... Airbnb was lit, by the way. Thank it was. You guys. Yes. It, it was, was so great. beautiful. We felt well taken care of. Talk to me. Nice. Yeah, actually, let's let's talk about that. So let's just transition to the actual weekend. We get there, and uh, they pick us up from the airport with an Uber, take us to a house, and the house is just bananas. Do you guys remember like walking in, just like what the heck was, is this? I was shocked because I'm like, yo, I'm not expecting much. You know what I'm saying? I'm just like, right. they're gonna take care of us. I appreciate it. But we walked in, and it was just like brand new, looked like a newly refurbished home, and it just had like character and style to it. Yeah. It was very cozy and comfortable, and it felt like a place that we're gonna be able, which we did, like have time together and relax. Um, yeah, I just love like nice new Airbnbs. They went above and beyond, is what I'm trying to say, and that's yeah, who they are. You know what I'm saying? They they spent that money to honor us, and I appreciated it. Right. I think we all just like felt well taken care of. Like the hospitality was there. So yep. Yeah it's, yeah, it's clearly evident that they com communicate as a team very effectively. I could tell that, which I know I knew it was true about them, but I could tell that they they really care about us and our experience there. We weren't just someone that was just booked. Yeah, you know what I'm saying yeah. we weren't just the entertainment for their festival. 
they wanted to they cared about the relationship mm-hmm. that they're building like making sure we were taken care of that we felt comfortable and that continued throughout the entire weekend yeah yeah so that's facts so let's get into the friday night stuff rick will you share a little bit of the story of what we did friday night uh friday night uh we had so one thing that they really want to wanted to focus on that they did the previous year was like communing together so like they really wanted us to have dinner together with not only just us here on the podcast but like their community and the other artists that they had booked for the festival um and it was a good time we got to we got to actually build relationships with with the other artists that were booked uh we got to build with that community uh and just be invested in like felt well like like I couldn't, I, the whole time there, I just kept on saying, like, yo, the hospitality through the roof. Like, through the roof. They have, had, they had carabas for the dinner. When I tell you that food was bussing, it was so good. <laughs> no, but even, even like, the, the posture, not, not even just, like, the food. Like, the food was amazing. But, like, the, the folks who brought us out there, like, their hearts of, like, yep. serv- like servanthood. Yep. Like, it was through the roof. Like, I've never... I, w- I don't want to say I've never, but, like, to experience, like, that type of quality to, like, for folks going out of their way and serving serving you, like, it was it was definitely life-giving. Yeah. Like, there was things where I, I felt like I could have done myself, but the way that they treated the situation, it was like, no, we got it. Like, y'all are our guest, and it, it, it just f- felt like just in the scriptures, like, when Jesus talks about when the wedding right like get all the guests mm-hmm. from 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 out in the streets and treat them just as like the invited guests that we invited yep. right it, it just felt very like super hospitable yeah and that's like the one thing that i keep focusing on but i was so blown away by their hospitality yeah so just to reiterate we're in the room axel people are in the room all of the other artists yes. that are performing are in the room plus like the mc the dj and a couple, uh, I guess, other random people that are like helping out with the festival that may may or may not be like actual team, but we're also in the room. So there's like 25, 30 of us. Chad Smith, uh, some folks may know him from his skits on. Uh, He's got a personality online. Yes. Big one. IG, TikTok. Great content. Amazing dude. Like, he is amazing. Really amazing. So all these people were in this room and. Um, yeah, like, so I just remember food's on one side, they got a couple tables, everybody's sitting around, and it's kind of like the first day of, uh, like, a Week at Philly project. Yeah, like orientation. It was like orientation almost. Yeah. Where, they, you know, you're sitting down with a bunch of people, you're trying not to be uh, comparative, you know, you're just trying to, like, <laughs> right. be yourself, be loving, be genuine, be a light, and everybody's kind of awkwardly getting to know one another, and a bunch of those people, uh, like, fast connections, fast relationships, Aaron's one of those people that just apparently ends up in the the deep end with everybody immediately. So you just like see him over there like, yeah, man. And that's when the Lord <laughs> saved my life. <laughs> like within, saved 12, me, within five minutes, you know. <laughs> Jesus, Jesus, he really man. did. Jesus, man. Hey, Scotty. <laughs> Jesus, man. <laughs> you, ain't, you ain't hear it, though. You ain't hear it. Then he hit him with... I go by Abel because I often feel like I'm right, right, right. Yo, listen, we got to get to that. <laughs> uh, why be laughing? <laughs> I didn't hit him with that. <laughs> not, not in the conversation. Not in the conversation. I was pro- I was prompted. Oh, yeah. I was I was prompted. And Yo, why you have to do it like- my testimony. Rick likes to make fun of my testimony. He's going to answer to God one day, guys. Don't worry. We're going to leave whatever that is alone. And did you talk to anybody that night that you felt like, you know, before we got into the the games and the prayer time and all that other stuff that we did, was there anybody just sitting around the table that you connected with? Yeah, uh, I guess naturally uh, just Bryce because we're both DJs. Um, so, yeah, we were talking uh, for a little bit about like, you know, DJ stuff and uh, Angela as well. Um because we have so many mutual friends, we, we had a lot of people that I've known from Philly transition like to Texas. So, yeah, we had a lot of like mutual friends and stuff. So, um, it made for an easy convo. 
Facts. Shout out to Angela Kane, by the way. Yes, That's who we're talking out. about. She's one of the leaders of Axel, also an artist. Yes. Ridiculously dope. Super dope. On the same project with Jasmine that Abel is on. Uh, just a different song. She did Humpty Dumpty. Angela is another amazing person. <laughs> yeah. Super, Incredible super person. Dope. Absolutely. We appreciate her a Big ton. Time. Um, so after we're just done like eating, basically they gather us all together. There's like 25 of us in a circle. And it was like the icebreaker that's not an icebreaker. Shout out to Chaz. Whereas 500 questions, 550 questions. Yeah. You said your that. name and then yeah. you said a number, one to 550. And they would scroll through the list, find that question, and ask it. I got the most awkward question. What was your awkward question? <laughs> oh, <laughs> yes, he did. <laughs> Wait, so, what? so uh, yes, he did. I forget. Like some people were getting them. Like I don't know, favorite color and all that. So then <laughs> I pick, a, I pick a number. I know I pick a number, and it's like, okay, what is it that you don't like about your friends? It was something. It was something about like. Something that was like... A, He's literally yeah. in the room with us? Yeah, he was... Yeah, yeah, I'm like, yeah, all of my friends that are right here? Sure. I'm a pretty chance fan. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> so, yeah, um, I believe I said uh, I didn't like when my, my friends kind of like, you know, answered for me uh, in response to like needing help. So, like, uh, I feel like we just do that. A lot, like if someone needs help and you know you have people that you can depend on, but you're like, oh no, they're too busy or they can't do it because of that, and not actually asking them. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so like let people tell you no. Mm. But let ask. people say no. Yeah. That's good. So, yeah, life but that could have went left real quick. <laughs> so yeah, he, he with that being said, you want to help me move my couch? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. He's like, dude, See, I just had back surgery. <laughs> no. No. No, that's hysterical. Um, but I remember Abel, that's whenever the That's when they asked me a question. I was the first one to go. So I, was, I was brave. We were I stepped out in faith. But they asked me a question. I really don't remember the exact question. It was just a deep question. And I started to explain uh, my life and kind of like my, you know, my life I've often been very dependent on God. Um <laughs> <laughs> and so that goes into my, my my artist's name is Abel. Go ahead. Rick. Because I feel Why? like I'm not. Often feel yeah, like I'm not. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. You got to remember You can't, remember you can't forget the often. <laughs> Listen, the line comes from a song I, I wrote, but it's true, right? I carried the name Abel. It's not how I got the name, but it's, it was a kind of a revelation for me of why the name is so significant to me and to, you know, others that. The, the message I'm trying to share with others of God being able. So. But in the room, it was amazing because 20 people were going, oh, oh yeah. wow. Oh. And we're all just dying. <laughs> like, we're like, because we've heard this spiel. Because they've heard it over and, and over. So many people, yeah. like, 500 you know, times. You know, the truth of God, it just gets old eventually. You nah, know? nah. Don't, wild, don't play those games. You know, it, just, it starts to get funny. He's offended. He, he really is offended right now. <laughs> you need to kill the flesh right now. Nah. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not offended. It's just Rick brings it up all the time. It was so funny. Though. So, you know, In the moment, it, the it was so funny for all of us to have that experience. Yeah. But Rick's question was even funnier. Oh, yeah. They, uh, they said, uh, Do you feel like you could sing? Yeah. It, it had to do with singing. Which we have clowned Rick forever because he wants to be a worship leader and a singer. But yeah, he, it's not that. It's that his name is Rick Harmony. Yeah, I remember the harmony part. Yeah, it was the harmony part. It's the fact that his name's Rick Harmony, but the question had to do with singing. Out of yeah, all the questions he could right. ask, yeah, like with yeah. the name Harmony, and singing he doesn't is sing. like implied, right? right. He, he can't sing yet. I don't yeah. know. He's can still sing, waiting bro? for the anointing. He yes. can't. Can. We never heard him. Yeah, he's asked Emily if he could be in right worship. <laughs> what she said? Have. I, I mean, I'm gonna be the Kerr Franklin of right worship. <laughs> Come on. Come on. <laughs> <We're> gonna... <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> He's gonna be hyping us. Rick gonna be dancing on stage. For all yo. my people in the struggle. <laughs> be a light. That's so good. Um, but I, I feel like it was just a really good I mean they stressed that it wasn't an icebreaker. It was an icebreaker. But it created a lot of great conversations, context for the other people in the room. Because you've we've never met these people. And I think what I thought was really beautiful was similar in the ways that they could have went out and gotten bigger artists than us to be on this major festival. 
a lot of the other artists in that room had were just starting legitimately right. yeah this was their first performance mm-hmm. in front of a large crowd ever yeah and they were on this thing and i was like oh wow this person has no music out or this person just released their first song and they're performing and i was like this is so kingdom mm-hmm. you know like jasmine's like okay we have axel you know justice run festival thousands of people uh, how do we steward this stage well? Who can we give this opportunity to that's going to impact them? Mm-hmm. Not who's going to come in, get the check, eat the food, do the set really well, and leave. Who's somebody that's going to be impacted by this opportunity where it's actually going to change the way that they operate as an artist afterwards? Mm. Did you guys notice that? Yeah. Like that whole room, it was so intentional from who they invited to be a part of it. Um, yeah. And the other thing I'll just say about Friday night is I felt, which we're implementing now at our family nights with Wright, because we do what they did, right? Uh, Like every other Monday or at least one Monday a month, we get together as a community and just have dinner together and eat together and build relationship and connect. Um, But we felt like, man, some of the spiritual overtones of that space, like how do we implement that into what we do? Yeah. Because we've just been trying to build community and cross-pollination because we have so many people in so many different directions <laughs> between the worship team, the artists, <laughs> the poets, the event team. Yeah, It's like, hey, let's just get together. And I think that was an encouragement to us of like, look, we got to pray together and worship together as a community more Yeah, because that's so important to that culture that we're trying to establish. Yeah, um, So I remember feeling that. And we did pray that night. We did. For each other and then for the, the festival the next day. That question yeah. game might be fun to do with our community. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel like, I feel like we, could, we need to find more ways to share moments together yeah. instead of just being in like pockets of people fellowshipping. Um, but that one would be probably a good one because there's so, yeah, many, so many questions. You know what I mean? We wouldn't run out. Right. Yeah, just don't pick question number. You remember the number? <laughs> no, I, I think I think mine was twenty-seven. I think I said twenty-seven. <laughs> I think I t- picked two twenty-three. Yeah, I, I couldn't tell you what number I picked. I picked one with six. <clears throat> Did you? No. Uh, because <laughs> you're I'm, I'm not ashamed of the gospel. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anything else from Friday night? Or did we? I feel like we covered it all. Nah, you guys so got something else? after uh, Aaron had to go to. Um, practice with jazz oh the rehearsal yeah, yeah, oh, yeah rehearsal. went to the church yeah that was dope and then i i mean go ahead you could share that a little bit yeah so um because i'm i'm i did a song with jasmine uh, which is another story that is awesome but we just had no time to you know ever go over anything so she was already rehearsing for the festival and they invited me to come over to their church to just like kind of get a feel of what it could be like on the day of the festival when we perform together um and that was just it was just really cool man like i've i never expected to ever be on a song with jasmine um you know that that she i was really honored that she'd even choose me um but then actually you know performing it with her it was cool it was really cool you know what i mean just like reflecting on how it happened and i'm also glad i remember my lyrics because i hadn't heard the song in a while <laughs> so hello, hello. i needed to practice too you know what i mean i need to make sure i can get it all out you know what i mean bro the funny part about it as you're performing you didn't notice i feel i don't know if you knew this but like as you were like practicing like i'm pretty sure angela even was one of them and there were like two three other people they were like watching you perform they were like oh this is the dude on the song like they had no idea that the guy that was that was at the um the whole like dinner that we just came from they like showed up to the church for the rehearsal and then now they see you performing the song that they've heard like tons of times and they were like oh the dude from the dinner is the dude who performs on a song and i was like yeah that's him like you know hello I mean? so hello it's me dope. again definitely yeah, wasn't angela angela should have known might have been somebody yeah else. i don't know yeah couldn't yeah. have been angela or i'd be i'm like angela oh. what happened that'd be really funny though she she, she had know. no idea did she think you were A Able though or something? She no, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. She they literally thought my A-able. so my name is spelled A A B L E because my real name is Aaron and it has two A's. She goes, yo, it's A Able. So this whole time she's been calling me A Able to this everybody. Entire time. There's probably a, a, year, a, a plethora of people out there like, oh, I love A Able's music. <laughs> and so I, I it prompted That's me in my Instagram to put 
in quote in like in, in parentheses how you say it. It's just Abel. It's like hey Arnold, but hey hey Abel. Hey Abel. <laughs> hey Aaron. Hey, yes. hey Abel, man. Anyway, yeah, that was so funny. But that night, uh, Zachariah was there. Yes. Zachariah. So Zachariah, that's that's what I wanted to get to. Zachariah, man, to see like his testimony and the way that God has like used him through like the disability that he's been experiencing yep like and to see him sing and like sing with a powerful voice too like that john was crazy in my mind yeah zachariah thomas uh was a guy that was in philly for a while Uh, he's he's in texas now right Mm -hmm. he was in indiana for a little bit now he's he's in texas he's from indiana originally um but he uh he was out here in philly when jasmine was in philly Amazing artist. Amazing. Unbelievable singer-songwriter. Phenomenal. Incredible. Phenomenal. Great vocals. Love that dude. And um, yeah, just like has a gift. You know, I think he's one of the best at like being a believer, but writing like kingdom Christian art um, that is specifically for the culture that is like bringing kingdom truth to the forefront without it necessarily being a worship song. Mm. He's super talented at that. Um, and his voice is crazy. He can rap like oh, on yeah. the low. He is, yeah. And but he went through this crazy thing. I don't want to like say what it was and be wrong, but basically, through a sickness, kidney stuff going crazy, loses his voice completely. Damn. Like couldn't even talk. Yeah. yeah. Heartbreaking. You know, going through some process. God like restoring and healing. Not all the way there yet by any stretch of the imagination. But that was the first time I had heard him like really be able to give it mm. a go on stage since everything happened with the yeah. sickness stuff. It was emotional, like thinking about, you know, just, I mean, the, the struggles we go through in life and me knowing him before he went through that, just to see him persevering and, and also just knowing God gave him that gift for a reason. You know what I'm saying? Like it was just, it was really special to see him go up there and share even though he knew he wasn't at his fullest capacity you know what i mean like yep to go up there and still you know pour his heart out it was mm-hmm. it was powerful yeah man. it was good that was, was the first time i ever heard him sing like perform live. Oh, yeah. ever yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh follow the sound on instagram if you want to check out zachariah yes yeah. follow it um but yeah th- Angela was there, Zachariah was there. I think Kanita came that night, right? Yeah, Kanita because yep. Kanita was a big old family reunion. We came back, we crashed because <laughs> Saturday morning. This is what it's all about. We got to get to the day of yeah you early got- start. We get up. It is raining and it's cold. It's gross out. Oh, it's horrible. We had to park, walk through mud. Rick was really trying not to get his shoes all checked up. <laughs> well, everybody, I think, but me had fancy sneakers and maybe Scott. I don't have fancy sneakers. Period. I have Aaron boots. did. But Aaron brought extra pair. I did, but neither of them I wanted to get dirty mm. to be fully transparent. I mean, it was it was rainy. It was gross. It was it was, gr- it was rain boot type it was, of weather. It was like it was like you know cow tipping type weather. Yeah. Yep. That's facts. We pull up to the park. <laughs> Justice Run. Uh, it's a marathon, half marathon, five k, ten k, and something else. I forget what the other the other thing would be. But it's a it's a run where people are. You know, basically raising funds to support the justice initiative of Mercy Culture, mm-hmm. um, the justice residencies, right. housing for people coming out of sex trafficking. Mm-hmm. Really amazing cause, amazing initiative. And people are there to run, but mm-hmm. there's also like major level production and stages mm-hmm. for the music that's going to be performed throughout the day. But when we get there, it's worship with the entire team. Like the staff, there's got to be what? 300 volunteers there? No idea. 250 yeah, volunteers at least. It was a lot. It was at least 200. And at it's least. really early in the morning, and it's. I just remember being freezing, and I was like, this sucks. No. Nobody's <laughs> but, gonna come. But, but I will say this. What was powerful about it was like, it's 8 a.m., people still worshiping the Lord that dumb early in that rain. In that yep. weather, yep. <laughs> like... Committed to the cause. Yeah, they didn't care about their sneakers. Yeah, definitely. They didn't. definitely didn't care about their sneakers, Rick. I was in the no. mud. I'll I cleaned them afterwards. <laughs> There's a story. Yeah, you know, I cleaned my sneakers afterward. They they came out cleaner than before I stepped into them. Hey, hallelujah. Yeah, there's a message. That's there's he, a message there that's for how someone. He works. Oh, there's a message there. <laughs> um, but we we worship. 
And then at 12 o'clock, I think, or something like that, 11 o'clock was kickoff. And Chaz gets up on stage as the MC of the festival. And as soon as he steps on stage, sun comes out. Yeah. Praise clears God. Up. Oh, wow. Do you remember that? Yeah. I do. It was like out of beam nowhere. Of light. Just like, it warmed up. It warmed up. It warmed up and the sun came out. Yes. Out of nowhere. And it was just like, we have perfect weather. I mean, it's still muddy and like wet on the ground, but mm-hmm. the weather completely shifted. To right. give some backstory, they said that uh, the year prior, yeah. um, that they had to close it down early because it was like, it was like a hurricane, tor- or a tornado, tornado or something like that. tornado type weather. So they was like, man, opposition always comes when we're trying to do something for the kingdom. So like having that mindset, like and seeing, yeah, uh, they're like, look, at least they had a tornado. But <laughs> <laughs> when they were setting up the stage, it was like. Water was dripping onto all the equipment. Oh, we're yeah. Like, we're like, oh, no. <laughs> no, but they even had to move the stage because where they ha- originally had it set up was on the hill. And the mud would have made the stage slide down the hill. So they had to, <laughs> that lit. They had to set it up. <laughs> they, Roller coaster. One they, time. We're going down. 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 <laughs> They would have had to set. So they set it up yeah. in a different section. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which also changed like. Uh, the way people come into the park. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> right there, there was a lot of There's things. There's a little bit of challenges there. Yeah. Uh, Imagine performing and people are running from the stage. <laughs> Yo, <who'd> you... <laughs> sorry, I'm just. It's sliding down. Oh, yeah, Jasmine. The yeah. year before, she didn't even perform, right? People are what running. Do you mean? Like it got cut short. Oh yeah, she didn't perform the the year prior because uh, by the time her set would have came up. The tornado, yeah. like, they had to close everything down. Well, thankfully, we didn't have a tornado. Yeah. Amen. I mean, the setups, like, raining. I remember sound checks being a little bit more challenging because they were, you know, flipping the location for the stage. Plus, it's muddy. Trucks are getting stuck, all that kind of stuff. Um, but the, the staging was lit. Like, oh, yeah. next level. It was nice. Huge LED walls, lights, trussing, you know, roof on the stage big high you know probably what five foot stage or whatever it is off the ground really really nice two stages there was the big stage that you guys all performed on there was also another smaller stage yeah um halfway up like right where the start of the runs were um bryce was djing there all day a lot of the other artists that it was like kind of a newer thing for them were performing on that platform and you guys were kind of, you know, the the headliners of the festival. And I think that's whenever it kind of hit us. Like, oh, we're the head, like, Ripe is like the headliners yeah. of this festival. I mean, outside of Zachariah and Jasmine later mm-hmm. in the night. But you guys are not being given some side pony kind of situation. Right. And we would have been content with that. Right. I mean, it was just kind of insane the way that they they yeah. just rolled out the red carpet for you guys. Does that make? Did, did you guys feel that way? No, or was I, I was it, did you know you guys were like the? I felt I didn't know that we were the headliners, but like I felt very honored. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and it, like I said, it their hospitality like leaked into every aspect of yeah. that weekend. Like, there didn't was. Didn't you guys get like assigned assistants and stuff? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah that, was, that was amazing. <laughs> like. They they were like, what do you need? Like, do you need tea before you go on? I'm like, oh sure, I'll take tea. They ordered tea from like Tivana or something. Like it was Duffy from it was Starbucks. Starbucks. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> but Starbucks, Starbucks might partner with Tivana, so maybe you you still. Right. I think they own it. They, they own, own it. it. Yeah. Oh weird. Yeah. So. <laughs> no gotcha. <offense. laughs> uh, but then they like bought us dinner and like yep. lunch and everything. Like, amazing. hospitality was incredible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was it was good, but pre-show, so Kanita's there. Obviously, Angela Jazz are running around, kind of working the working the festival. But two other people show up <laughs> that were also blast from the past. Brian Kennedy. <laughs> I just heard the the Law and Order um, sound in my head. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I don't know. It makes sense. Let me go um, Instagram real quick. Hold on, hold shout on, out on. to Brian. Brian was an intern <laughs> with uh, Abel and Rick at the Philly Project years ago. Now lives in Texas, got married. And also, Claire. Claire flew in from Florida. She did. Just for this festival. She did. Brian's amazing. We love Brian. And Claire is amazing. Yes. Claire. Claire was a part of our community. She was <laughs> in our uh, Creatives Philly team for years. She moved down to Florida to be a part of the Jesus School. 
Amen. And she saw the flyers and the Abel, Rick Harmony, Rashid. Uh, she calls her herself your big sister, Rashid. I think, right? No, no, son, no. Mom, yeah, mom, mom, son type situation. Mom, you're son, her, you're her yeah. child. That's weird. Why is it weird? That's awkward. That's weirder than sister, right? I don't know. I mean, it's just it a, it's just a running joke. Oh, okay. yeah, it's, it's a just running, a joke, it's maybe, serious, basically. I'm but sorry. I'm saying Why she is a so very. Serious, bro? Sorry, sorry. <laughs> she loves Rashid a whole lot. Seeing Rashid get this opportunity, she wanted to be there for it to celebrate you. Um, was her main reason for coming. Okay, where yeah, yeah. And um, it was just like, again, we are having this like Philly reunion between Zachariah, Jasmine, Claire, Brian, Kanita, us. Mm-hmm. There's like 15 of us that are all happen to know each other in the city of Philadelphia. Joycey. Joycey was there in Texas. We, I don't know. <laughs> to me, I was like, that was the theme of the day. Well, like, everybody lives there now. Somebody guarantee. else is coming. Like, Pretty much. Right. Yeah. Most of the folks that were part of Artisans all live down there. Yes, now. Yes. But they didn't all at same points, though. Not everybody went down there together. Oh, no, no, no. no not like at it's one. been Wait, a gravitational It's pool. been like three years of them transitioning down. Yeah. Wait, but the on, five of us obviously don't live there, and neither does Claire or Brian. And so, they were all there, too. Yes. Since we're talking about people that we saw, before we got on our flight, we saw the oh, dude yeah. who, like, the the creator the, the cho- yeah Dallas Dallas Jenkins yes. Dallas Jenkins bro and I'm like yo that looks like the guy from Chosen and then he like gets on like to go first class and he starts speaking to like the the attendant sounded uh, just like him yeah I was like that's the guy that's the Has guy to be him yeah. I'm sure it was or is it doppelganger I'm sure it was him yeah yeah that's love the guy from the Chosen flies first class though don't forget crowd funded um so let's get into the sets aaron went first your set was first i was the opener yeah you're the opener because you were going to be on the the lasso with, with jasmine as well yeah so you're the opener tell us about your sets anything that stuck out how it went you know people you felt like man this was awesome this was challenging anything about the sets from my memory i think my set it went pretty smoothly people are getting ready to run there's like a bunch of like um, tents set up or there's merch out there and stuff. So people are walking around is what I'm trying to say. Not everyone is just congregated by the stage at the time that I'm starting. So And there's a there's got to be, what, 50 t- tents with yeah. vendors? Like 50 yeah. different vendors. So people's attention is like everywhere. So taking that into consideration, I still think that um, I had a, a, you know, a decent amount of people that I could engage with and... Um, yeah, I don't remember my set really going like anything that went wrong with it. Uh, we just always try to talk about how we can improve and, you know, just create a better experience for people and a more inviting experience for them. Um, overall, yeah, I loved the stage. It was cool. And I think it went pretty well. No, we just had a very, very brief sound check. Yeah, we could Because of the yeah. weather. It was, I mean, it couldn't be helped, but we persevered. Amen. That's true. Always personal. grateful for one of the strengths of DJ Angie is he's a, a seasoned veteran. He's been through a lot of of the the horror stories with music equipment and all that <laughs> stuff. Okay. So like he's just ready for anything, and I think that yeah. that helps when we go into a situation where we're, we don't have expectations. We hope everything's going to be smooth, but when we're just like, now nah, we're 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 willing and prepared to just roll with it. Yeah, that's that's really nice to have that. So. Contentment, secret of contentment. Rick was up. Uh, Rick was up next. Anything yep. in terms of your set, Rick? Uh, no, I thought it was it was dope. Um, that's that's. I feel like that's when the sun started coming out like a lot more. Uh, and they also oh, can shine on you. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Rick Harmony. No, but there, I feel like there uh, there were more families out there by that time. Yeah. Um, also, yeah, like. And they just had like a lot of stuff for for families as well. Like, yeah. uh, they had a bunch of bounce houses for for kids and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had a uh, like all these food trucks pull up. Um, and then I think by that time, like the the second race was about to start or something. So there was a lot of folks out there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought the set went 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 smooth. It was well received. I was thinking about jumping off the stage, but then I was like, this is a tall stage. And then uh, 
I'm that's not trying lot. to break my ankle. That's a lot of mud, yeah, too. Yeah, that, that stage was pretty high. It was yeah, like five feet. It. I mean, it, was, it, was it was more than five feet, bro. Yeah, it was, it was tall. taller than us. Uh, yes. I think, yeah, I think it was taller than me. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah, bro. Dang, seven feet. That's crazy. It was pretty tall. Um, but yeah, uh, it was a dope, dope set. Uh, got encouragement from some folks afterwards and the next day at church. Mm-hmm. Uh, so... I felt good about that. Yeah, I always appreciate because you did have a lot more kids at your set in mm. light of like it being warmer and drier. I always appreciate how you engage young people. Like that is one of the things that you, is just such a core strength of who you are as an artist, Rick. Um, like your ability to call out like teenagers that come up and even little kids, like creating space for the youth i mean it's no surprise that you're a youth pastor right <laughs> but yeah i just always i always appreciate the way that you make them feel seen and i think you did that again uh per usual at justice run thank you of course then we had uh and by the way this was this our sets are happening um and then there's this other stage where other sets are happening so it's a little bit of back and forth yeah between the 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 quote unquote smaller stage and then the bigger stage, and a lot of those people that we met on Friday night were like rushing down there to see some of their sets, trying to support them, and then coming yeah. back up. So it's a lot of moving around on the grounds of the park. Anybody stick out from those other sets that you guys saw? So Bosa, I think, performed on both the yeah the she stages. did on both yeah um, she's a poet. Yeah, she did great. She, she killed it. Amazing. She was fire. And then also like uh Ace, uh I think he killed his set. His was very high energy. So I couldn't catch his. Oh Bryce G did a really good job. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean he was on the yeah. he was on the whole day though, but like yeah. mm-hmm. he he had uh like that section like but he had a whole thing, like he had an apron on. <laughs> like he's just like Apron camera, like high. He was energy. just like very high, like very engaging with the crowd. I thought he, he really like dance partied a lot. Yeah. Right. Yeah, he'll go out to the crowd, start dancing, bro. Yeah. He got the apron on, cooking. <laughs> <laughs> Bryce is a funny yeah, character, awesome. man. He's like totally opposite of Ant. Yeah, you guys are the two I'm different DJs. Yeah. I'm yeah. not a dancer. He said, "Y'all, y'all go ahead do the cha cha slide." And it's like, ticka, ticka. you do the dancing. <laughs> I did my part. Enjoy. Um, no, it was cool to cool to meet Bryson and see the way he does things for yeah. sure. Um, but then, like you know, because a few of those sets happened, and we came back to main stage for Rashid. Yeah. And uh, yeah, talk about it, Rashid Saint Fleur. Yeah. Name on the LED wall. No, nah, that was crazy, bro. I would like I was like looking back at the pictures and like, yo, this is like this actually happened. You know what I mean? Like, um, yeah. First of all, to begin with. I was like sick going into that that whole like weekend and like it it just progressed as the weekend went so it was tough yeah. singing um then and like on top of that you know singing on a big stage like in a different like state you know nerves just start popping in and like am I going to be able to hit this but like overall it was like everything went smoothly um you know I enjoyed it I learned a lot um on just how to become better, a better performer in stages where, um, you know, kind of like the energy shifts. I like we're in situations like that a lot. Um, but, um, you know, just being more intentional about like the sets you pick, you know, I've, I just learned so much. I went into that situation feeling blessed. Um, I gave a lot, but I received a lot more throughout that night. Um, throughout that whole weekend, you know, um, I remember some a few people would come up, and you know, just gave me encouragement, and I thought it was uh, uh it was really dope because when I sing, I I usually try to um, make sure that you know there's a message being um, portrayed or like given to other people, and you know, my main goal is to for people to receive the message. And um, yeah, there was a few people that came up to me and just felt like, um, just kept saying like how they were, you know, blessed by the whole op- um, performance, which I, which I really appreciated, and I thought it was dope. Yeah, I enjoyed it. And um, it was great to see you do your thing, Rashid. Thanks, man. Super proud of you. And uh, these opportunities couldn't go to a better guy. 
No, wasn't there uh, like a moment while like the bad weather was going on that we were all like sitting backstage and you guys were like playing your music for people? Yes. Oh, yeah. Mm. I think yeah. that that was powerful. It was. Who oh, song was it? Yeah, because there was one. Um, yeah. Well, it was we played your song. We played mm-hmm. mine and Rick's um, song we released recently. Right. Um, but there was a lady, I think when we played um, Don't Stop Hoping Child, that she got really emotional. Yeah, yeah. Was it, it my song? Yeah. yeah, yeah it really? Was, it, was, mm-hmm. it was the um, the, the older lady. No, nah, it wasn't the older lady. It was no, the young she was girl. Like a, no, no, no. She was a grown woman. Yeah, there was later, a, like, yeah. Not old, but she was later on to her years, and she kind of mm-hmm. came out of like addiction and stuff. Yeah, and yeah. was very like impacted that. by that. The rest of that night, though, just to kind of speed things up, I know we've been here a minute. Um, the Zion Dance Project was amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so freaking cool what they're doing with the whole squad of dancers. I mean, they got to have like 50 people in the company. And um, they did like an entire performance out in the yard in the middle. And then, uh, you know, the end of the night, lights, you know, sun's going down. It becomes a nighttime lit up stage festival. Mm-hmm. Zachariah's set Ooh. was beautiful. Amazing. Um so much that could be said there. But shout out to Zach. And then uh, Jasmine closed it out. And uh, in her set, I mean, she's just a superstar. Incredible. Like, I, you know what I mean? She just is. Like, she really has it. Inspiring. She can sit on a guitar and be a singer-songwriter in a coffee shop. Mm-hmm. But when she has a full band behind her, and her band Crazy. is disgusting, she becomes like a pop star on stage, you know? So good. I mean, the one thing that really stuck out to me with that, like, we had a conversation with her, and she was saying, like, when she leads worship, like, she just wants to hide in in the presence. Like, mm-hmm. she doesn't want to be in the front, like, singing the songs. Like, she just wants to be singing in the background. Yeah. Like, she doesn't want to be the eye of what people see. But she was like, it, it's it's kind of like that's it's not the same thing when you're doing like your regular music because like people want to be engaged and they want right. to they want to uh feel connected to your music so you need like the approach is a, a little different uh but that that's what like really stuck out to me in the conversation of like how she <clears throat> like carries herself through through those moments right uh like she still views them as opportunities to connect with God but to bring people into how she connects with God, if that makes sense. Yep. Yeah, she killed it. She's incredible. And you got to do Hello, Hello. They did Humpty Dumpty. They did yep. All My Other Lovers, which mm-hmm. were all tracks from the last project that involved yep. other people. Which were all fire. And that was really cool to like witness because you see you know, major level artists do that where they bring people out that are on different songs. Mm-hmm. But to do it with somebody that's reachable, mm-hmm. you know, Jasmine, obviously relationship with her, and to get to witness the way that she curated that set to involve other people, highlighting them. Yeah. I thought, to me, I was like, oh, that's that's a goal for us. Like, yeah. how do we do that in the ripe events that we, that we host, but also, you know, events that we go to? How do we continually be not my set, but our set mm. and create space for one another in these types of moments, right? And, and I mean, you grew up, doing that with doc drew and the whole the whole nine like yeah don't leave your friends behind guys (laughs) amen amen um i left feeling inspired from her set um i remember the one thing i said after like after the whole festival was over we were chatting in the back i was like yo i'm trying to do something with a full band now and then she like the thing that she stuck with me she was like bro like um she was like, you can do it. Like, and I've been like thinking about um, this a lot and like just learning how to navigate just artistry and just being an artist and like trusting God with um, just with everything that we do. Um, I believe like a lot of times we often put ourselves in boxes and even further, like we often put God in a box, you know, with what we can do with uh, what he's gifted us with. You know what I mean? So I think like I'm trying to get out of like our instead of like putting myself in a box and um, um, just putting God in a box and what he can do for my life, you know, allowing him to like trusting and allowing him to like use me, you know, cause I see that a lot in what Jasmine does. Yeah. It was beautiful, man. I, I remember that conversation even the following day. Um, 
So the the next day, even to just move in that direction, like we go to church at Mercy Culture Church, right? And um, you know, Jasmine, the worship team are there. I I'm kind of blown away that she led worship the next morning, considering how much heavy lifting they were doing on Saturday. Mm. Like personally, I would have been like, that's probably the week to take off and just go to church and worship. And maybe she would say that they, that's probably what they should have done. But you know, I think to have the church calling out people to serve on Saturday and still show up to church on Sunday as a leader, you kind of have to do both, right? Mm -hmm. So she's leading worship on Sunday. Worship is awesome. Church was different. You know, it wasn't a typical sermon kind of thing, but but still a really interesting time. I think, well, what you were uh, emphasizing about, like Jasmine serving on worship, I think that was like one of the most powerful worship experiences like to be in. Um like I, it was it, to me it was so powerful that i literally downloaded the youtube video cut out the message and kept that worship part <laughs> and oh, keep man. it on my keep it on my phone as like a it's like a, a mp3 file mm. so and like awesome. i keep re-listening to it and like <clears throat> just the way uh particularly like the one song i think it's called lion uh elevation worship uh I think uh, yeah, are the original yeah. writers, uh, but mm -hmm. the way they they curated that moment, yeah, uh, it's beautiful. We're like saying we're not just singing words to sing words, but we are singing the word of God and mm -hmm. like emphasizing that there's power in the words that we sing, and to to experience like a spiritual breakthrough th through these words. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. So I thought that that moment particularly and that's probably why the the lady came up and prayed for me like i felt like very free in that moment mm. like a freedom that I, I feel like you know just to be transparent that i haven't experienced in a long time if that makes sense um yeah. <clears throat> so good. to me I, I thought that morning was like what i needed um so good and I definitely appreciate the the. Uh, I, I mean, I'll, I'll just say this, right? Like, in another conversation we had, is like their desires for you to experience God for real, and not for the way that somebody uh, may have misrepresented God before. Yeah. Um. And I, I I love that that heart posture because it it brings it brings you to a realization like wow like have i've only experienced god out of a place of hurt or have i uh experienced god through someone else's lens um and not through like the true revelation of wh who jesus is um so yeah i mean i know i went off on a tangent right there but mm -hmm. that that was my experience that morning um yeah so yeah yep oh so good so so good thank you for sharing rick no problem and then after church, we have Matt, who's one of the elders at Mercy Culture. Yeah. Uh, basically, with him and Jasmine, basically just get into a room and they pray over us. Yeah, that was... For like an hour in the room. We have voice memos of all the things that they said over us. It's crazy. Powerful. Like, in a word, it was just powerful. Mm -hmm. And I think it communicates the entire thing. Axel just took so much care of us, it's feeding us well, giving us car, house, mm -hmm. hospitality, tea. What do you need? We're here for you. We're serving at right. you, serving you hand, foot, you know, but then imparting something spiritually in us in a powerful way. Mm -hmm. um, I think at the end of the weekend was just a really, really, really cool way to like wrap up our time there. It's a special place. Our friends in Texas do a lot of beautiful things, uh, mm -hmm. and uh, you know I think that they're an inspiration and a plumb line for kind of what we have going on in Philly. And you know I think that there's there's a mutuality of uh, respect for one another's visions and the ways that those things play out. Um, but it, it really is family, you know. Yeah. Like when we're down there, uh, or when they're up here, or whatever else, you know, it's it's very very special and. Uh, it's a reminder of you know the goodness of God and and dwelling together in unity. Yeah. Um, we had a great rest of the weekend. 
and you know it was, it was an awesome time uh to be able to go to go forward together and uh hopefully you guys have enjoyed this episode and uh you know there's so much more that could even be said but justice run 2022 it was a blast yeah uh, and we uh we look forward to what the future could hold and partnering with Axel, bringing them possibly up here to Philly in the future, us getting to go back down and be a part of things like Justice Run in the future as well. Uh, but it's it's been a joy. Uh, thank you for listening to season one of The Time Is Right. Uh, Aunt Rashid, Rick, Abel, thank you guys so much for being here today. Yes, sir. And, uh, yeah, it was a blessing, man. Yeah, it was a blessing. Absolutely. Amen. We love you all. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen, as always. Stay right. You know, ever known. Yeah, highly regarded, but nearly departed. Should have thought of the end when you started. I mean, I've never seen this darkness. Remember to stay sober. Light life. Team is right, boy. This is the takeover. It's the right takeover, you simpletons. Talk to God before you talk to us.